We tend to see our childhood through different lenses. Some are nostalgic lenses or traumatic lenses. Point is that no matter how you look at your past, reality is oftentimes not what you expect. My childhood was a happy one. I lived in Puerto Rico and I loved every second of it. For a kid, everything that has to do with food and toys and play is what makes a childhood memorable. I had good food and friends and video games. A six-year-old dream. Point is, I was very blessed and a gifted child compared to those around me. My family worked very hard for what they built. My dad was an engineer. He moved from the depths of poverty and worked very hard to become an engineer and be able to provide for his family and allow us to live a better life. But one day, all of that changed. One fateful day, everything changed. It was a peaceful evening. My mom was boarding a plane to Columbia for errands. My dad was an hour away at work. And most importantly, I was at my grandma's house with my 17-year-old brother. He picked me up and we got ice cream before arriving to the neighborhood. The second we turned the street, we immediately feel an aura of an abnormality. The garage door was open and my mom's car was gone. It was a new car, so the first thought that raced to my brother's head was that my aunt had gone off with the car on a shopping spree. But he soon realized that wasn't the case. From the very beginning, it was obvious what had happened. We had been robbed. But it was so surreal. I'll never forget the feeling of hopelessness, pacing around in disbelief that everything that was ours was gone. Room by room, we checked, we saw that almost everything was gone. It was a frantic feeling. Checking our rooms and seeing what's no longer there is hurtful. After a few minutes of running around our suddenly hollow house, my brother called the cops. The cops took so long to get to the house, which was an unsettling feeling. Knowing that such a dire situation, which could have been a lot more threatening, was not being attended too quickly. When the cops arrived at the house, they they told us to wait outside while they did their investigation. An hour later, my dad came home. His expression was blankless. I felt for him. Even as a kid, I knew he felt cheated. He came and picked me up and made sure I was safe, even though he knew I wasn't at the house at the time of the robbery. It was more of a sentimental hug than a safety hug. He was afraid I'd be traumatized, and for a while, I was. I was afraid of leaving my house unattended anymore. I wouldn't want to go anywhere, but I was also scared to be there. It took me a while to get over these feelings. But as I got older, I realized that life happens. It was an unfortunate event. It's tragic, but in Puerto Rico, it was common. Over 30% of all crime in Puerto Rico are home robberies. This haunting fact just makes it clear how the economic situation was in Puerto Rico. After the robbery, Life in Puerto Rico was unsuitable. After the obvious feelings towards staying in the exposed house, the economic situation wasn't viable anymore. My parents' engineering business was not successful anymore, and trying to provide for the family in Puerto Rico was getting very hard. Puerto Rico has been in economic decline for a few years leading up to that point. Unemployment in Puerto Rico was the highest among the least educated. This attribute greatly to the big decision that was impending on my parents' mind. The way they saw it, they would rather start somewhere new than start again with where there's no room for prosperity again. And they saw what was happening in Puerto Rico citizens migrating at during that time. Its population has decreased 5% in the last decade, stated Scott Barrett on page one. This significant number also emphasizes how state of Puerto Rico's economic situation was, was weakened. A shrinking tax base makes caring for an aging population in strain. 
This explains the situation for a lot of Puerto Rican inhabitants. With a weakened economic situation and an incomplete home, my dad made the most difficult choice of his life. My dad was the first one to move to the U.S., learning a new language, working a new job, and living by himself. That's all that he had to experience. I have a lot of respect for him for that. Unfortunately, my dad couldn't keep his business in the U.S. due to a new prevailing issue that engineers like him struggle even to this day, outsourcing. Generally, companies can save 30% due to mass production and low wages when they outsource. This fact by Chris Kristen on page 19 highlights the huge impact that outsourcing has. Those numbers play a detrimental role for any independent engineering firm, but paired with Puerto Rico's dwindling economy, economy, the company wasn't viable by any means. So he's taking office jobs at various engineering, form, engineering firms ever since. The end of the story isn't as interesting as the journey to get here. Ever since that haunting day where our house got robbed, it's been a learning process getting used to the United States. But the most important thing is I learned that no matter how bad life is, it's important to keep going forward. My family could have not taken the risk and not wanted to work hard and maintain an unsafe and impoverished lifestyle. But they decided to take that courage and persevere and knowing that was going to benefit us in our time of loss. Life has its ups and downs, but working through the ups and downs is what makes us prosper and flourish.